0: Donna and Steve at just service on MyTalk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey Donna. Hey Steve. I forgot that the Mighty Ducks reboot was available.
2: Well, we uh, our kids were counting it down. You know, we were all pumped oh. about it. So I um I introduced my kids to the Mighty Ducks, which came out in 1993, 2, 4, 5, mm-hmm. somewhere right around there. Yeah, it's Oh! And so we watched it a couple months ago, and then we went out and got ice skates and started skating on the pond behind us. We got some hockey sticks and pucks, and it was great. And but you know when you watch those old, when you watch throwback movies from your childhood, you can tell that storytelling has evolved. Sure. Writing <laughs> yes. writing has gotten a lot smarter. You know, writing we don't we don't write down to the audience anymore and think oh kids can only handle basic tropes and gag lines. There's there's just it's something it's they write now more for two audiences, for parents and kids. So anyway, when we watched the old Mighty Ducks, it was very nostalgic but also a touch thin in plot and stuff mm-hmm. like that as you watch it as a parent. Um so we watched it all My nephews were over, so it was a big to-do, and people were looking forward to this. Guys, it was so good. Yes. That's
0: what I heard.
2: It was surprisingly great. Mm -hmm. I, I was taken by the writing is great. They do this wonderful tip of the cap to days gone by and appreciating the nostalgia from back then, yet it feels so modern and... Like, this is how kids would talk. This is really great writing. Oh, what's her name? From Gilmore Girls. Who am I thinking of oh, the name Lauren, of the actress? Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. Fantastic in this. As the slightly overbearing, protective, but sensible mother. Emilio Estevez, who plays Gordon Bombay, the former coach of the Mighty Ducks, who now has just developed a disdain for hockey, and old owns this old, beat-up ice rink, he is great. He was, like, so overcooked. You know, when you go back and watch The <laughs> yes. Mighty Ducks, it was an overcooked performance. This time around, like, his acting is better. It yes. just is. The directing is better. Mm-hmm. What they get out of the cast is great. These kid actors, there's a kid in this who is just peppering you with little, cute, really funny lines. They've written <laughs> him so well. Was
1: that the announcer kid? Or yes, it, the yeah. podcast. Yes,
2: the podcaster, yes. He de- he delivered so many lines that had the room laughing. Again, both adults and kids. The way that it was shot, the way that it looked, it looked like Disney said, how much do you need? Great. We'll give you that much for this. I mean, now look, a Mighty Ducks show is only going to ever look so big budget, but it looks decidedly different and just, it looks like a 2021 version of the Mighty Ducks in all the right ways.
0: May I ask a Please question? Please do. Now, this is a series, not a movie, right?
2: I'm so pumped that it's a series.
0: And this is on what streaming service?
2: This is Disney Plus. Excellent. And Disney is doing their thing, which is they're bringing back Friday Night Fun. It's like TGIF, yes. our yes. version of TGIF. Yeah. Every Friday night. You get a new episode of The Mighty Ducks. You also get a new episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. As we remember, Friday night is when episodes of The Mandalorian would drop.
0: Yep, yep. So they
2: have really tent-pulled this as we will be the appointment viewing for families and people who aren't going out on Friday nights. Okay. And it's been great. But, Donna, I was thinking about you, and I think that you would really like this because if you liked The Sandlot. Yep, yep. You will like this because it's here again, ragtag bunch of kids who kind of love the idea of playing hockey together or if nothing else, just enjoy the idea of having something that they can do together with other people, these misfits. And uh, there's some really cute storylines there. Lauren Graham is great. Lauren Graham, in fact, I wonder how people would feel. I'm an outsider on this. I moved to Minnesota seven years ago. Lauren Graham delivered about a two-minute monologue Mm. on center ice at a hockey practice. And she said what I believe so many non-hockey parents feel or some other hockey parents secretly (laughs) feel about what are we doing with our kids? What are you trying to teach them? Why are we trying to turn them into these professional athlete wannabe robots, and are we robbing them from other joys that could be experienced only through (laughs) a slightly less grueling schedule? Have you stopped to ask your kid recently, do you love it still? Because if you don't, I am totally good going in a different direction. There's so much pressure baked in, in a state like Minnesota. This two-minute monologue, I am sure there were some parents who were squirming, and there were probably some kids who have told their mom and dad, I want to quit hockey, and they're like, you're going to stay in it. We started this. We're already pot committed, 10 grand in since yes, you were four. Right. She is, and it's so well written. It's really, really good. And I say that ha- with a son who is really developing an interest in hockey. And so I don't, you know, I'm not trying to push him. We've been very, like, laid back with the kids. <laughs> Tell us where you want to go. But she crushed it. And then there's funny lines, too, like, She just doesn't have it all together when she's delivering it. I thought it was great. I Am Grunt, did you watch?
1: I did. And that scene you're talking about, if you're a Minnesota hockey mom or dad, I guarantee you, you will laugh at some of that. Even just a coach of any sport. Because, like you said, she references at one point in time, and it might even be in the trailer, she's like, she mentioned a mom, she's like, you brought two professional trainers to this practice, for cripe's sake. It's like,
2: well... Let's let's play that. Let's yeah. play the trailer from the top, just to kind of wet everybody's whistle, um, and, and we'll get to yes that clip that you're talking. It's about. It's very yesterday. good. It's very good.
0: Hey, don't forget sunscreen. You know we play indoors, right? That's what SPF 15 is for. Come on, let's go. We're late. The Ducks are a powerhouse organization. The record ten state championships, a little different than the Ducks of the nineties.
1: I gotta cut you. I mean, at this age, if you can't be great at hockey, don't bother. Don't bother. Mom, please. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports for fun? Stephanie, you brought two private trainers to your kids' <laughs> hockey practice. Oh, I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. <sighs> okay. We are out of here. The Ducks don't get to take hockey away from you. Stories without a few letdowns are boring. I want you to think about all the other kids who've been told that they're too small or too slow. They just want to get out there and play. Freaks. <laughs> You doing a trick? <laughs> Let's start our own team. Look at this, your first teammate. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a
0: podcast body.
2: It <laughs> <laughs> is so cute, so funny. It's feet feet. really you sweet. There's a real to sweetness powering. to it, and, and you can tell. I can already tell that I'm going to feel really good at points. That there are going to be some really like heartwarming victory moments. Grant, almost in a way that we would liken to Friday Night Lights. I sense that there are going to be some coach speeches from Emilio Estevez down the line. Yes. And it's just, it's a really easy watch for the whole, for the whole family because parents will appreciate Lauren Graham. Uh, She's great. Gilmore Girls Parenthood. Now this, uh, Emilio Estevez is just a throwback for a lot of us to our childhood. And so. I'm looking forward to where it's going but I thought they did a wonderful job yeah, for the pilot episode great. of a reboot. A lot of, lot of pay, like homage
1: to uh, the original. Like even the rink that Emilio runs, yeah. it's, it, it looks like the old Cardinals rink that is no, I think it's in Ritual it's no longer, they tore it down years ago but they made it look like even background scenes, like they changed some of it so if, if you, re- there's some Easter eggs in there, if you're a real fan of the original movie, yeah. the backgrounds of some of these ice arenas were made up because they want to match some of the arenas that you saw in the first movie. That's a little cool thing that i noticed last night too and also oh.
2: you don't have to search hard to realize that this is as the mighty ducks was purely set in minnesota i've they yeah. shout out bloomington
0: wow coon rapids is yes. getting a
2: shout out i mean Woo. edina gets a uh, a shout out so it's really really cool there's a lot of u of m gear gophers gear that's worn throughout so yet another reason that i think really cool. you'll really like and so these are about 40 minute episodes i think okay. um Really loved it. Again, it's called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, <laughs> Episode 1, out on Disney Plus now.
0: Okay. On that note, we are going to take a pause, and then we're going to have a study. A new study proves you really should never go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. We'll have that and more when we come right back on My Talk 107. One. Hey, Donna. Hey. Hey, Steve, when did you get here?
2: I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to to talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh, God. All right, listen, you know that I love my Chill Boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs, but here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs, instantly felt the difference, so cool and so comfortable. So now, any time that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't Chill Boys, Uh I feel like an idiot.
0: You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys?
2: I've always said that I would never wear a thong. But I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong, (laughs) (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com
0: chill boys comfort where it counts i said we're buddies
2: yeah we are buddies
0: and we like to study
2: (laughs) that's true
0: That's why we're study buddies. Nice. Studies, have shown, that studies me- wow. have shown that the microbes Several long-term yeah. studies have shown... They've studied the studies. <laughs> Several
2: scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Do you have that all written out, or does that just come to you in the moment?
0: Um, no, it's written out. I just um, sometimes lose my script.
2: Man, yeah. it sounds super good.
0: <laughs> You're such a tool. Okay, here's what I have. You know that old cliche, never go to bed angry.
2: Wow! Yeah, I do.
0: It's not just something that, you know, grandma embroidered on a pillow. (laughs) Turns out there's some actual scientific evidence to support it.
2: I'm listening.
0: According to a new study at Oregon State University, they found it really is bad for you. They found that when couples talked out... Their arguments and both felt um, better before they went to sleep. They'd have a much less stressful day the next day because the stress actually adds up and does carry over.
2: Yes, I fully believe that. And they weren't just
0: better the next day. Their overall well-being was better than couples who went to bed without working through their fights. That's got to be so hard, you know, on your not just emotional well-being but physically then you toss and you turn yeah you can't get proper rest and one thing leads to
2: another i think we've avoided by happenstance late night fights
0: yeah you only do it in the morning right yeah that's the best time
2: i mean because i don't think that we've ever really had a night where we have an argument and then don't really resolve it in some capacity even if it's not fully resolved at least just like uh you know look i love you and we can talk about this more tomorrow yeah you know but just to say like let's all set our our weapons down
0: oh my gosh really donna really i was
2: sitting back in this chair and then i thought if i run up and do that it's going to cause more problems people hear that and they're like that show's real man that's organic (laughs) They need a Marconi.
0: You tell that to be Arthur.
2: Doesn't Bradley just burp and fart the whole show? Isn't that the deal on Cobra? Yeah,
0: I think so, actually.
2: That's my whole plan for when I get called into the office. I'm just going to go in. Like, someday I'll say something really inappropriate and I'll just take in tape of any episode of the Lori and Julia show. Be like, but was it worse than what they said? (laughs) You know? Oh, I'll do... so
0: we're playing a little keeping <laughs> yes. up with the Joneses. Yeah, no, no, not keeping style. up with
2: they're just gonna be my defense.
0: Right, right. I'll
2: burp and then I'll have somebody put together a compilation of, you know, Bradley burping throughout yeah, the yeah. last
0: and 10 you years. Should, you should put your foot down and say, <laughs> Clearly there's a different set of standards for others who work here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they
0: always love that one.
2: Yes. And yeah. I'll be doing it on Instagram live too. <laughs> Now what do you have to say? <laughs> Excuse me. Now what do you have to say?
0: <clears throat> oh, gosh.
2: Did you go to bed angry when you are in a relationship? Is that something that, that you would do?
0: No, I didn't. Grant? I would just
1: go to another room. No, we never do. We always, uh, arguments between Lily and I. I
0: really argue in my relationship.
1: Yeah, we don't really, we never really argued much. We would get a little
2: annoyed. I'm Bradley Trainer.
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all
2: of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the
1: fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Fight ...with each other, but then it's like we separate for a minute, we look at each other like, well, that was kind of ridiculous, and then we're happy, you know? We don't let things, like, we don't bury it by any means, it's just there's not much to drive each other... Yeah, nah, like you
0: kind of figure... You're together for a reason because you're compatible. Yeah. Right?
1: Right. If
2: you're not, then that's
1: when you have issues.
2: But yes. I, Steve, do you argue at all before you go? Do you? Well, we certainly argue, but not frequently. And our they're, they're like little dust-ups. And, you know, now we, we've been married for, goodness, 15 years. And you get to a point... It's funny, though. It takes some time. But you get to a point where mid-argument... We just had an argument last week. And in the middle of the argument, I said, You know what? This there's no winner in this there's this is pointless we yeah. should just we should just cut bait right here yes. not to like not to not hear the other person or to stymie it but th- there are times when it is just you're arguing about something that the argument isn't even about and you realize this is dumb this yeah and all this is going to do is just make us feel distant from each other yeah. there's no winner
0: may i also uh offer some Couple advice.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I
0: think you have to keep in mind when you hook up, I mean, get married to someone or get into a relationship with someone. You really, if you're with a grown up, right? You're both grown ups. That sounded weird. It did. I did not mean for it to sound weird.
2: Hope not. We read you. We got you.
0: I think you have to be willing to accept that person as is on that day because mm-hmm. you're not going to change one another mm-hmm. it's highly unlikely
1: and we pick up when we know we're not, like i know when i come home heated about something and i just want to let it off my chest i know that i have about three minutes and if i don't get too excited i can maybe get four but then if i'm real like just going off the wall with something like i've told you stories donna yeah. where i kind of start going left and right a little bit yep, you she'll, don't. she'll look she'll look at me and i, I can i can tell like okay you know, you just know, and you're not, you get to those points where you recognize who they are, you accept who they are, and it doesn't, it's not like it's annoying to you, you just know where their limits are, and you know what your limits are with that person, right? You
2: know, the only difficulty in 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 that is finding that balance between just extending grace to your significant other, right? And giving them, just realizing they're broken, I'm broken, mm. we're broken together. Right. There is that element of grace, which is really beautiful in every... Successful relationship needs just grace by the bucket. Mm-hmm. The right. other side of that is, you know, what is the purpose of your marriage, of your relationship, and it is also that we um, that we have a healthy challenge of of promoting the growth of the other person. Mm. And so, I think the sometimes that really well intentioned thing that I, I agree with you with, uh, Grant that, you know, you just, you're not going to change them and don't try to change me. But part of it is like, do try to change me. We think change means you're robbing me of my identity, but I do want you to challenge me so that I grow, so that I grow out of my selfishness and my self-centeredness or my snippiness or my impatience. I don't want to just be like, that's just me. That there's an element of truth to that and there's an element of uh bullcrap to that you I know g- what i mean i
1: agree completely actually and i've learned a lot about myself in my time with her that like hey I can't come in so hot it's not 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 everybody likes it when you're so hot and bothered and really heavy hitting on something so it's like sure. i've learned to grow myself and she tells me that she's like you know maybe that's like what i was saying like if i don't come in so excited and just i'm gonna get more of her attention if i'm not so just bah, you know if i can just explain it and it, so mm. those are things i'm growing and learning as she's critiquing me in the same process Look so i agree guys. oh I agree.
0: my gosh what Donna, a honest to god i
2: didn't know you were still here I, thought I didn't you'd step either out. i didn't either sorry donna. i felt like grant I, I and i were on our first bro day together <laughs> <laughs> mm. well thanks for intense. having me it was oh. nice to find you here hey when we come back donna guess what
0: what
2: it's a money monday and it ain't just any money monday my friends Woo! donna valentine has some money monday tips for you
0: very small just very very small reminders okay? it's gonna be great
2: It's gonna be great. Also, what would you take, a million dollars today? Or if I said I'll give you a penny today and it will double every day for the next month? You gotta decide now. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org.
0: And we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. It's Monday, but not just any old Monday, Steve. Right? Come on, baby. Come on now. Here it comes. Come on now. Let's talk
2: some money.
1: Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy, it's Donna by. and Steve, than most people have money for. So money Monday, choices have to be made, but mostly it's Steve. La, la,
0: la, la.
2: Okay. You go first. No, seriously?
0: Okay, I'll go first. I read an article in AARP magazine by a guy named George Manns, or Mannis. And it's basically just little tidbits of advice from recent and upcoming um, financial books and I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a, a good little read and then he lists the names of all the money books okay. but one, a couple of just tidbits that I read that I thought was interesting for example he said that we tend to judge wealth by what we see Because that's the only information we have in front of us, right? We can't see people's bank accounts or brokerage statements. So we use outward appearances to gauge one's success, like a really expensive, nice car, right? Yes. You look at that and you go, oh, that guy's really, you know, really um, doing okay. Yes. When actually, wealth is the nice car not purchased it's the diamonds not bought. It's the financial mm. assets that you haven't yet been, that haven't yet like been converted into the stuff you see. That's uh. where the wealth is. It's not in the fancy watch and, you know, it's just a reminder like, it, it's funny cause every now and then I'll see someone in a really expensive car and I'll be like, that guy's leasing that car. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you know,
2: or they're, or even if they're not leasing it, they're making huge payments on it for, on like a seventy two month right financing thing. You're you're totally. Somebody says you know, don't go broke trying to look rich.
0: Right? It's, yeah. A, there's Very a well book, said.
2: There's a. I, I didn't create this. Somebody did, but there's a book called uh, The Millionaire Next Door, which talks about you know th- this kind of thing. That it's usually in the least suspecting places that you find these folks who are who are millionaires. Right, and a good way to get wealth and to continue to accumulate wealth is that I can I
0: you do your add head. something? Yeah, no, sure. You're my buddy.
2: Yabs, your boy Stevie Boy went to uh, the parade of homes on Saturday. Oh, nice! Just checked out a couple spots in Chaska. I was in a couple of beautiful homes. One that was seven hundred sixty-nine thousand dollars. The next, I believe, was eight hundred and nine or eight hundred nineteen thousand. Now these were um, like forty-five hundred square foot homes, so big, not massive, sure, but big. But what sets what makes their price so high is the finishes. The finishes are by this builder are very, very nice. And we had looked at one of these when we were looking at a home. We were like, geez, Louise, why is this house so expensive? It's smaller than the other one we're looking at and more expensive. Well, the finishes are just really fantastic everywhere. So it felt luxurious. But we walked out of there and we were like, all right, so let's say it's 800 grand. grand. How, how many people have these big... There are new homes everywhere that mm-hmm. are in this price range. Right. And you wonder, what do you do? How long into your career are you? How much of your... Monthly cash flow, are you committing Mm -hmm. to your mortgage? Are you overextended? Did you come into money? Do you just have a kick butt paying job? I'd love to know these things. You know, there's a lot of people out there who
0: are house poor who have the great house, but you really can't do much else. Can you take a vacation?
2: They can't save any money month to month, all of that. Yeah, money is a funny thing. It's it really does. And it's when you go to those parade of homes, by the way, which have never been lived in many of them, uh, like these new builds, never lived in. Never had an argument in, never yeah. had a spill, nothing. Right,
0: right. It looks
2: so fantastic. And it is a challenge for you to come back to your own blessing, whatever your abode is, and to not feel discontent. Yes. Right? You Like how we talk about how Instagram is a problem. You're looking in other people's houses. This one, you're literally in there, not just looking at it and zooming into their buffet table behind the picture of them right. and their baby. And you're like, where did they get that? It looks expensive. Right. This one, you're in it. And you just think can you be content in whatever you have? There will always be another house, a bigger house, a better house, a fancier mm-hmm, car, etc. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. It's about, yes, being content.
2: And you know, they say pride, Donna. It's not about having more. It's about having more than. So for instance, everybody imagine the place where you live right now. If your place was objectively the biggest place on your block, the nicest place on your block, you would never, and that was, that was your world. That was it, was that street, and you had the biggest, best house. You would not have a desire for more. It would be nearly non-existent. However, if after a few years of living there, someone moved in next door to you, and their house was a little bigger, a little better, a little newer, then that would strike the discontent in you, and the pride gets agitated. Yes. And then you want more than. Right. It's not about more, it's about more. Right. Than, you know what I mean?
0: Yes. By the way, this book on um, that this came from was The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Mm. The word House with an L at the end. Housel. Mm. That's okay. Interesting.
2: Donna. That's there, good. Was,
0: there were a few other things that I read like you know, fighting impulse impulse mm. purchases. Yes. And according to this one book, Money Hacks, which you may have talked about before, but they suggest you make a wish list of all the items you want then wait a week. Like, let's say I want an Apple watch, I want this, I want, you know, whatever it may be. Let it sit for a week Mm -hmm. and then revisit the list and see if you're as excited as when you wrote it down.
2: Love
1: it.
0: Don't check the item's price, just revisit your gut reaction. And if you still want to get it, get it if your budget allows. But if your interest has like waned, they say Mm -hmm. it's a sign that it's really not worth your money.
2: Yeah. Don't forget how much of it is marketing in the moment. And that is such a key to training with money behavior is impulse control. If you're at the grocery store, if you're in the checkout line at the gas station, or if you're shopping online, and that is such a difficult thing to master.
0: It is. It is. It takes a lot of, yeah, self-restraint. If I might pivot to
2: dogs for a moment. Sure. Um, I've, I've heard trainers say that that is really the name of the game too with with your dogs is really focusing in on impulse control and that's what you're trying to get them so that they're not just a total bozo running around, bumping into walls and doing whatever the Mm -hmm. hell they please, but just training the muscle of impulse control. So we've talked a lot about when you walk out the door, have the train, the dog to stop at the door, to pause, to make sure it's okay for him to him or her to go out. Likewise, like the leave it command with a dog, mm-hmm. when you throw a treat right on the ground in front of them and then say, leave it, even though, you know, like a bully stick, they just yeah. want to tear that thing up. Yep. And then you watch as they wait and you're teaching them impulse control, which spills over into other areas of their sure. training. But it's the name of the game, just like with buying impulse control. Donna, right. you're a gosh, thank you for letting me do this show with you.
0: Oh, it is my great honor.
2: <laughs> and now I have something. Uh, this is from the modern dollar. So remember earlier in the show, hour one on the podcast we were saying if you, if every all seven billion people on the planet played a game of rock paper scissors in a single elimination tournament, if the field started with all seven billion, how many games of rock paper scissors would you need to win to be crowned champion? And the number was surprising in that it was thirty three because mm-hmm. the field goes seven billion to three point5 billion to one point75 but that starts exponentially shrinking. And it got uh, my brother Scooty is staying with me right now. And he said, oh, it's like that penny thing. I think we talked about this a long time ago. somebody came up to you on the street, Grant, and said, you got two choices. I can either give you a million dollars right now, or I'll give you a penny today, two pennies tomorrow, four pennies the next day. We'll double it throughout the month. What do you want? Five, four, three, two. A million dollars now. You want the million dollars now. Mm -hmm. Bird in the hand. Better than two in the bush, right? Right. So it starts with a buck. You can find a bunch of these, by the way, online if you ever want to see the, the penny doubles every day. Uh, it starts with a penny. One week later, it's actually up to $1.28. Because by the end of that week, you went 2, 4, 8, 16. That 16 doubled to 32 cents by Friday to 64 cents by Saturday. So after a week, you're now up to $1.28. One week later, two weeks in, you're at $163. Now, the guy with the million bucks in his hand, Grant, is like, we are fifteen days into this month. I have a million bucks and this schmuck <laughs> has $163. Now he starts to get a little maybe more tight by the end of the third week when you continue to double. The $163 goes to 327, goes to 655. Three weeks in, the person who chose to get a penny doubled every day has $20,971. Oh. But you are still $980,000 ahead of them, Grant. But kids, here comes the interest. By the end of the fourth week, you go from 20000 in week three to $2.684 million by day 28. And then, by the way, you got a couple more days left in that month. Ugh. It goes to $5.3 And then one last double to $10.737 So, kids, wow. if somebody says, would well, you want a million bucks right now? Or I'll give you a penny today, and I'll double that every day for a month. You take the penny. Okay. Man, I was thinking I could take that money, and invest it in a year. I'll make some good money. But
0: That's,
1: that's what I would think. They're going to... Well, the guy who just times, made... Yeah, what I'd yeah. make in a month, what I would make in
2: a year. Yeah, right? you know how my, how many years have... Incredible interest. You would need that million to get to ten million. How long,
1: how long would that take?
2: I don't know, man. <laughs> Bitcoin, bro. Yeah. Non fungible right. oh, tokens, God. man. I don't want to
0: hear that word again. Saturday Night Live even did a bit on that. Oh, really? Yeah, they were trying to explain it, but they failed, <laughs> and it was <missed> <laughs> part of the you know the humor of the sketch because it's like, what is this? I just saw that Bieber or somebody's putting out a new song, and it's no Lindsay Lohan is putting out a new song oh, on
2: non-fungible tokens
0: yes and it's like okay they're doing never hear your song I
1: was telling you too they're doing that now with like sports cards now are putting out limited edition digital versions because this like remember the Tom Brady rookie card that sold for a million dollars right yeah. well there's it's it's graded, it's in a case, and it can't get damaged, but any bit of damage r- ruins the value so now they're putting out digital cards guys where a limited number of value of them are put out. You can get them. Gronk just released a few of them himself, and they're worth <laughs> tons and tons of money, and it's just like a digital picture that you have on your computer it it Weird. It, it, I, the 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 Bitcoin at least I understand because I feel like there's some sort of tracking system with that. But with like these cards that they're doing, and they're worth some of them are worth like a couple of them are the of the uh, Gronk ones are worth, worth upwards of two hundred fifty thousand dollars, guys. Wow! It's just a digital picture of him playing football. That's it.
0: You we could do that with anything, you know. Like I could exactly. just breathe into a glass jar and be like, "I'm selling my breath." Well, it was like the guy that sold his farts.
2: Remember <laughs> what? No,
1: remember the guy that sold his farts? Yes, <laughs> you weren't here, Steve. That was a Friday. I think that was two Fridays ago. There was a guy that was selling the idea of selling his flatulence. Right? Yes, yes. It was. You don't get a jar of it. You, you just... just
0: get the thought of it or the idea of it. And he was like a he was a money guy. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was like. Yeah, it was just bizarre.
1: People are going down this road, man. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Mm-mm. Well, thank you for asking, guys. Remember, I put 500 bucks into cryptocurrency. How's it gone? Three years ago. And it quickly went up to like being worth $1,500 like, in a week. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then it went down to being less worth less than a dollar mm. because it went to south of a penny. It was right around a penny. That's I bought in at rough. $0.33 cents per share, went down to a penny. I don't want to turn any heads, but- to my surprise, it's now up to fifteen cents. Oh, it's moving! We're why almost is it halfway not home. going higher? And by the way, if imagine if you had bought in, if I had rebought in when it was worth a penny, my my money that five hundred new five hundred dollars would have multiplied by fifteen by now. Oh, you know what I mean? Every yeah. time it goes up a penny, it multiplies again. It's incredible. We gotta go. I gotta go. No, you stay. Um, no, I gotta take off.
0: All right, you take <laughs> off, but come back. Oh, okay. I'll be
2: right back. Hey, we got some food news when we come back. All right. Uh, Peeps is trying to destroy humanity. Let's explain now? <laughs> Next.
1: Show. Welcome to
2: Donna
1: and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy.
2: Clap your hands. Peeps is terrible. Peeps, the brand. Peeps are terrible. I'll change it. <laughs> Peeps and 7-Eleven are selling a yellow marshmallow latte that no one on this planet asked four it's gonna be marshmallow flavored it's got a yellow color probably all natural Mm. they tried this last year covid hurt the gimmick and uh they could it's tough to get a product off the ground last march or april remember we weren't going out at all Mm -mm. i remember my first time in a target Oh, after the like i don't know it was probably a month and a half later and I thought, ooh, it does not feel good here. Everybody was looking at each other like they were the plague.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> anyway, the latte should be on sale at 7-Elevens now if you want to find out a, uh, if you want to know what a Yellow Peeps coffee drink tastes like. It's the marshmallow-flavored latte from Peeps and Seven Eleven. Peeps also teamed up with Pepsi last week to make some weird, crappy Peeps-flavored flavors of Pepsi.
1: That's nasty. I,
2: that's nasty. <laughs> okay sounded like Bradley a little bit when he copies it that's it let me hear do it again that's nasty that's nasty you know that thing
0: with peeps is that the marshmallow whatever if you're into marshmallow cool why do we have to put sugar on top of it (laughs) like you're already killing us with the marshmallow or mallow
2: don't say mallow 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 get out of my face no nope
0: we don't need added sugar now i'm noticing how sweet things are and i'm like i'm not going to eat that yeah i, I check every to, drink yeah how? i
2: know we're all doing it we're all doing nutrition label checks now and then my wife's like well, you made me do that i said i didn't make you made me do this yeah you, you were the one who said it. this about the creamer and she's like dang it i
0: did yeah lou Gosh. you've ruined all of our lives
2: yeah <laughs> i'm down to 197.4 this morning thank you for asking and by the way i had a nice big bowl of ice cream last night hershey syrup chocolate chips in it and everything. It's great. It's great. But that's God. Donna. Don't roll your eyes. I can see you even though your camera's off.
0: No, that's great.
2: 203.8 to 197.4. That's great. From cutting out coffee creamer.
0: I'm going to do the same thing after I'm done with the current coffee creamer, which is enormous. A
2: five gallon <laughs> bucket. I got it at Home Depot. <laughs> yep. Uh, Oscar Mayer is releasing shoelaces that smell like bacon. Wow. They also look like little strips of bacon. So if you're interested, you can enter by tweeting the hashtags, OscarCookMyKicks.
0: Wait, what do you mean enter? We can't you can't just have to buy try him? to win these. No, you oh. can't just
2: buy them, Donna. Jeez. Hashtag OscarCookMyKicks and hashtag Sweepstakes. <laughs> sweepstakes. By the end of the day <laughs> on Thursday, April 1st, oh, 1,500 people... A
0: stage left. <laughs> Silence! No! <laughs> 1,500
2: people will randomly win LACES. Or is it Lasse? Mm. <laughs> now to my smoking.
0: Oh, oh, God. I saved
2: it for the end of the show, Donna. Okay. I did a trifecta, a smoking trifecta this weekend. Cool. I did Chick... <laughs> turn your mic down. Grant, turn your mic up. <laughs> I did Chicken Wings on Friday night on the Pellet Grill. Oh. Then I did... Uh, oh, gosh, what did I do on Saturday night? Oh, we did three racks of ribs on Saturday. Were they Costco? Oh, because you have family of course. here. Of course, yeah. Yeah, Costco. Just telling B Arthur how good their ribs are. So good. You get the baby back ones, and they're less fatty than like a St. Louis spare rib. Mm-hmm. Um, or they could be called pork loin back ribs. Same thing as baby back ribs, I learned. And then on Sunday, rounded it out with a brisket flat. Got up, put that sucker on the uh, on the smoker. Dry brined it the night before. A light kosher salt sprinkle. And then put it on that morning at about 7.20 a.m. Oh. finished a lot sooner than I thought. I actually let it rest. It was finished cooking by about 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. I let it rest, wrapped in foil and multiple towels for, and I actually put a winter jacket over it as well because I don't own a cooler. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I let it rest for three hours for it to absorb all of that juice. Ooh. Ew, and the last t- the oh. last time I made the brisket, I thought it was, there were some great pieces, some good pieces, and some uh-oh pieces. This time, it was a market improvement around the table. Compliments. And I don't say that like, oh, I crushed, I can crush a brisket. Just like it got better. It got better. The meat, my meat got better. My meat game got better. I even delivered a plate to the neighbor, Adam the Smoker who delivers food to us all the time, and I wanted to give him some of my smoked meats in return. And he said, Stevie, and I said, I was nervous about what you would think. He said, you need to write down what you did, and you need to mimic this process and the ingredients because you crushed it. You can go to my Instagram right now if you want to see my briskets clap together. It's called the clap test. You put it over a knife, Donna, and you bounce the knife up and down, and then everybody clap your hands.
0: I wonder why guys like... Cooking outside, but not inside.
1: <laughs> That's a good excuse not to, to be in the house. Just like we buy we mow our being lawn. Back there.
2: And Donna, when I put mm. the 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 pellet grill on on Sunday morning, oh, I sat out there with my coffee in a winter coat because it was like thirty, and just enjoyed the peace and quiet, a little quiet time of mm. gratitude, prayer, appreciation for the brisket to come, Aww.
1: appreciation for the brisket
2: to come. I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you guys, have a great weekend.
2: Nope, no, 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 Donna, <laughs> Donna. It's Monday.
0: Okay. Too soon. I'll come back tomorrow, if you will. <laughs> Nine o'clock. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye.